Thank you. Thank you. Good to meet you. Good to meet you. Um, Thank you. The question has always been, and I know it's from the mind, um, who, ex who exactly is liberation for? And it seems that it's from the person or for the person. And if the person is unreal, that's, that's where it stops. I don't know where to go from there. Mm -hmm. That's all I had to ask. So can you repeat your question again? Um, if um, the question arises, who is who exactly is liberation for? And then <clears throat> the answer comes, it's for the person, I think. Um, because the question itself seems to be coming from the mind and the ego. But yet that question arises, that, that, that question comes up. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just the, the mind coming back to confuse or sabotage or not sure. Because you have asked a question, but you've also given the answer. Yes. Yeah. So, so there's nothing left for me to say. I know. <laughs> when we say whom this liberation is for, it is for you only, because you are talking from that personhood. You are holding that ego. So liberation is for you only. Liberation is for you, but liberation is not for person. It is from person. You get freed from that person. That is what liberation is. It is not for anything. Self is already always realized. Self is self-realized all the time. But you don't know because you are living in the mode of person. So the liberation is from person, not for person. At this stage, it looks like liberation is for you. For you from where you are speaking or from where you are acting or where you are living your life, from this mode. So this mode has to change and this mode has to change only because you now want to move out from this position, whatever the reason is, whether it is grace, whether it is suffering, whether it is your own longing to know the truth, whatever it is. But it is the position where you are, you have to change. You can't fix this position. Whole world is trying to fix this position. You know, you check on Google, whole world is trying to keep peace, happiness. There are happiness seminars. There are international conferences on happiness. When you attend those conferences, they are only talking about, they're picking up things from the word that have an ice cream a day, you will be more happy. Have a laughter a day, you will be more happy. We are trying to fix at the person level. You can achieve some success, but it is like any disease under the sun, which nowadays was only a control, no cure. So you can control, 
you can make it a bit nicer looking. You, we are only changing the package, but the essence, we are not changing the source from where the problem is. We are fixing externally. Let's say someone is aging. What is the solution for aging? A new body at the end. Because this is natural, the body will age. But no, we are trying fillers, Botox. We are doing all sorts of things. Anti-aging pills, they call it, sell it quite costly. Makeup, growing new hair, whatever, you know, cosmetic stuff. But aging doesn't stop, it continues. So it looks ugly because we are trying to fix up externally. But when you are so much so that involved in this whole thing, you don't see ugliness. You think it is perfect. I don't know. The world is moving at a different pace in a different direction. I went to a conference in Barcelona and I saw so many people in conference with fillers and Botox, it looks so ugly to me. But people said, it's normal, there's nothing wrong here. There's some problem with you. This is normal. Maybe you live in country, you don't know, this is normal. So that is the problem at person mode. You're trying to fix everything at that level. You don't want to move from there. You love it here. But you just want to fix it here. You don't, if I say problem is with you, you will get offended. We live in a society where everyone is so sensitive. We keep pleasing everyone, pleasing our ego, pleasing others' ego. We want to live in this ego. If you see, this is not the way to live. But for this, if you accept that this is not the way to live and you want to live from the source, then onus lies on you. Your, it becomes your responsibility. It becomes a heavy responsibility to leave that space, to move, to transcend. Then you cannot be busy in all the crazy things we do in life. Then you need a lot of time to fix yourself then you can't gossip, you can't blame others, then everything comes to you. But easy bit is just to stay here and try to just fix few things and that's all. And life goes on. It's a big call to move from here, from this person. It is not a small thing, I have to tell you. Death is nothing in comparison to it because death, what death does? You get a new body, but other subtle bodies stays. When we move from person, we are actually finishing this body game completely forever. Understand the seriousness of it. Because the subtle body from which we are operating, that has to finish, that has to disappear.
how much we keep saying it is fake, it is illusion, it is maya, it is real for a person. Nothing changes by using these words or sentences. Keep reading scriptures, nothing happens unless you make that change within. And the change within can only happen if you practice to live from there. And it is not an easy thing. You will be tested again and again. Not tested because our habit, we keep moving back into the person mode. We start behaving as if I have not understood anything. It is not just habit. We are also addicted to it. We love this way. My family, my this, my possession, my reputation, my job. What is binding us into this form? This I thought I am this body mind and then everything around me is just me. We have made ourselves very, very small. And we love that way. Though we also suffer and we don't know any other way also. And someone says there is another way. It is not easy. It takes a lot of effort. And nobody is forcing us to live like this. It is our choice. At least this is our choice. To live like this or to move from this person. And for that we don't have to change a place or go somewhere else. You change from where you operate. Only a seeker knows how suffocating it is to live like an ego. Because he has delved deeper within and he has found the jewel also. But sometimes jewel comes and goes. It's not established. When you are going through these birth pains, it is very hurtful. It is painful. You speak to any seeker in the world. When you're getting this new birth, you want to just finish it off. You want to come to the other end. You want someone to push, let the baby out, take this new birth. And all blame comes to us if we find fault in people and things and situations because it's all coming from the same mind. 
this body other bodies everything is the projection of mind to even understand this is so hard because we are so attached to this body we can only our recognition ends starts and ends on this body mind cannot think beyond it but you can go beyond mind if you are ready for this journey to take this flight but taking this flight ego is losing everything its identity its body its name and most important it is disappearing it has no role to play if there is no person this whole world what you see is pervaded by that pure awareness none other than you and this awareness is always bliss peace silence and alive it is like a big animal which is infinite in size if you cannot understand any other way it is a being this being has no limbs but it is pure intelligence one name of shiva is virupaksha that being only with eyes nothing else and you are that being but to know that you have to leave where you are right now from this position you can't see that there is a big wall of ego unless you can destroy this wall <clears throat> you cannot see the other side ego continues its journey by desires intense desires for things and beings makes this ego bigger and bigger desire is a problem not its fulfillment or unfulfillment because both ways it keeps us attached to it don't think the things which we get when we desire 
keeps the ego alive. Even things which we couldn't get, we keep repenting, keep remembering them all our life. It is end of the story of a person the moment you move out. Nothing to claim it is me. The small world which we have created around us, it is the kingdom of ego. To transcend to kingdom of God, you have to leave everything here. You cannot take anything. And I am not taking about material objects. Even the subtle body cannot go there. It has to finish. It can only finish in the fire of knowledge. This fire of knowledge comes when we stay as a witness to whatever is happening, accepting things as it is not giving any personal desires to anything. <clears throat> Whatever comes and goes, we just watch. We are not here to regard or disregard anything, just accepting as it is. We are not here to make any friends or any enemies. This is disentanglement. When you keep quiet, you just watch and you just let allow things to happen the way they are. Actions happening with the body, but not owning internally, disinterested actions. Because any action with intense desire will lead to fruits and more bondage and the drama continues at ego level. We have already fed this life with zillions of desires, so it is continuing. Now you want to stop it. How can it stop? First thing is you stop fueling it with more desires.
when you try to keep quiet, we realize there are new situations coming up around us. Sometimes they are pulling us back into our personhood. Our mind becomes like a monster. On path of freedom, at some stage it also looks like there is no peace. These big mind attacks Ego throws its tantrums. We don't know how to readjust ourselves in our environment. Lot of things demand ego, especially relationships. It's a huge sacrifice to stay in your heart. If you're not nurturing your ego, that's okay. But if you're not nurturing others' ego, it is a problem for them. Unless they are also on the path of spirituality. And they are the same people. You are changing. Nobody is interested in your freedom. Not your country, not your employer, not your family members. On the other hand, you become more useless to them. Because all of them, they demand something from you in form of work, in form of that attached love, emotions, all. It is like you are alive but dead from within. And then you are still attached in some way or the other. They are pulling you and you want to stay here, then how can there be liberation from the person? But on the other hand, there is a longing that seeker who is practicing, that is bringing back. And then the grace, if you are so pure, so humble, so honest about your freedom, that it pulls you. So this tussle goes on. There are two forces acting and both are within us. A part of us wants freedom, a part of us wants to stay like this. But more you want freedom, that longing, vairagya, dispassion, non-attachment with things happens, it has to happen. So it becomes easier in a way. Our job is to keep our energy at heart. 
if work happens happens if not happens the one who has given this work or body or job he has to sort it out that absolute ego keeps all the burden on head doership is there i am doing same action can be happening from a gyani or maybe more action might be happening but he or she has no clue things just happens because energy is so pure so no bad thing happens from the body this is the other truth because that manipulative energy is only ego you cannot trust ego ego with good thoughts will be doing good stuff ego with bad thoughts will be doing bad stuff it is slave of thoughts and thoughts keep changing and we all know that a person as us have done good things and bad things depending on what type of thoughts and desires were coming forth ego gone no thoughts guiding you you live in this moment as this moment whatever comes and goes is none of your business you just accept everything by folded hands with humbleness you have no clue about things you abide in your pure bliss you can be so peaceful that to others it appears you are lazy or you are boring or you are less loving maybe because you are not interacting the way you used to interact but you cannot help you are just pure energy manifesting within and without uninvolved like sun shining on everything equally
fountain of desires is flowing from the mind. We all had a drink from it. We were thirsty for all these worldly things. Now we are not interested. We are contented, we are happy. But the desires from mind, they continue. Now we want to control it, stop it. This water is flowing, you are not thirsty. Don't try to stop the flow of water. You just move out. So simple as that. But people want to fix this flow of water when they are not thirsty. Let it be. You just move out. Whether thoughts are there or not, if you have given up relationship, How does it matter? How long they can continue? Don't try to use these big words, moksha, liberation, enlightenment. They have no meaning. They have meaning only for ego. For ego, it's like a madden, achievement. But the poor ego is not going to get this medal. How best it can try. When we stop entertaining all thoughts, 
we enter into this ocean of bliss and it's get deeper and deeper where no sound of any thought can be heard and no point of any identity remains get people will call you by a name recognize you by a body it appears they know more about you than you they will watch you intently how you walk how you act what you say gyani's life is not easy though he says don't analyze don't criticize don't judge but those skeptical eyes keep watching him or her and people are free to say anything and whatever people says their own colored mind says things conditioning of their mind picks up good or bad Gyani has no personality even to bhagwan people say so many things they create a personality also for gyani by the bodily habits the way they talk what they like to eat they are all external they don't give any news about the person because there is no person there only pure energy and to know that you have to be that that is the only purpose of any gyani knower of knowledge will make you also knower of knowledge Kabir says so beautifully about it. He says if you meet a gyani ask for the knowledge don't ask his caste. It is you should value the sword not the covering of the sword. Covering has no value. if you are 
seeker of freedom, then ask a method, stick to that method and finish the job. Don't try to correct your ego. Just leave it. Some people, when they talk about a jnani, like Bhagwan, they talk about his habits, good habits, that he shares food with everyone, that he's a miser, he conserves each grain of seed. And sometimes at ego level, people start behaving like that. That's not liberation. Go to the source what he was in. Just be that. No need to mimic external habits of a jnani. Just be jnani. You will blossom in your own way.
try to please only this pure energy we waste lot of energy in pleasing others also pleasing this ego that is the job of that individual ego stay in your heart free from thoughts abide in your eternal bliss allow this pure silence in you to unfold allow it to manifest in this body once it unfolds it gets deeper and deeper before you had no clue where god is now you have no clue where he is not knowing that everything is blessed everything is pure
Abide in your pure silence. Silence is freedom. Silence is bliss. Silence is kingdom of God. And this pure silence is you. Free from mind. Free from everything. We are this pure presence, the one with eyes, without mind, without thoughts, guided by Absolute, abiding in Absolute. No personal choice, no personal desire. No personal likes or dislikes. No intellect to judge anything. Pure witness, to all happenings, of 
uninvolved. Not claiming any actions of the body as mine. Abiding in pure bliss. Living in equanimity. All restlessness belongs to mind. Not to you. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you.